So our next speaker is um, medical director at this hospital I work in, good friend, amazing doctor, talented carpenter, um, Sean Ellion. workshop. The thoughts coalesce in my mind, building a picture coloured by my trained, palpating hand. The problem, the diagnosis. A faint aroma of baked potatoes drifting from the ward in that moment transport me to the workshop in Lincolnshire, blue door tantalisingly ajar, beckoning me inwards. The distant, stooped, angular figure tending neat rows of runners, his dog collar radiant in the afternoon sun, away at a safe distance. My grandfather, the vicar. Dare I enter this sacristy, his other place of worship, that austere wagging finger. It's dangerous, you must not, echoes in my ear. But the temptation proves too much. Racing pulse, the flight or fright, spur my skinny seven-year-old legs on. Shrieking, rusty hinges arrest me. He must have heard, but not a moment's pause in, of his skilled hands. And so I continue to the inner sanctum. Immediately, the smell of finely honed oak plain shavings transport me to a new world. Overpowering, life-enhancing, new but completely familiar, so reminiscent of potatoes, baked, butter-soaked, crisp skin flaking as oak curls line here on the workshop floor. I dare not touch, but see the angled shafts of light stream through the window, scattered in the brownian dust. The cold, hard steel of the chisel resting on the printing press, Archimedean wooden screw impressing on my imagination, an old fish glue pot on the heater ready to melt and fix, the screwdriver perfectly placed in its silhouette, worn by years of driving, a noise, and breathlessly I retreat, reposition the blue door just so, is this my first love? I re-emerge into my consultation. The thoughts coalesce in my mind, building a picture coloured by my untrained constructing hand. The problem, the solution, the product. A few weeks ago, I was sitting in my office at Cheltenham General Hospital, feeling distressed for reasons that I won't go into. As a distraction, I put pen to paper 
and jotted these thoughts down. The memories of part of my early childhood living in my grandparents' house in Hainton, Lincolnshire. Staying with them for six months while my parents resettled in the UK from America, I lived in fear of my stern, retired <coughs> vicar grandfather. However, at that time, I ignited a love of wood and all things made from it, a love that smoldered for some years until I qualified as a doctor. It's difficult to know why I've become so enchanted with this amateur pastime. It seems to me that the passion stimulated in me when I stole into my grandfather's workshop hints at some sort of innate attraction. It will undoubtedly have been encouraged by the discovery that when I hold a woodworking tool, it becomes a part of me. It yields to my instructions and follows my commands. However, I sometimes think that my chosen medical career has been responsible for rekindling this love. Medicine in general and oncology in particular, as many of you will know and as we've heard today, is a strangely br brutal job. Giving patients who are well treatment that damages them, makes them sick, tired, hairless, vulnerable to the vagaries of infection and bleeding, could be considered to be an unorthodox interpretation of the role of a doctor. These odd interventions are justified by the tantalizing possibility of longer survival, symptom relief, or even cure. Perhaps then, it is not surprising that in my search for something more constructive, I stumbled across those memories of childhood, the smell of newly planed oak, and the figure of the ice-smooth maple leaping out as it is nurtured with finishing oil. I wonder if any of you have seen the film Witness, in this crime thriller, thriller, Harrison Ford plays the detective John Book. He takes refuge in the Amish community where they discover he's a, a skilled craftsman. Here, reality flirts with fiction. Early in his career, Harrison Ford supplemented his livelihood by working as a self-taught carpenter. In Witness, there is a scene in which Harrison Ford is making a dovecot. He's planing a piece of timber. If you are enchanted by the rhythm, music, and satisfaction of a finely honed plane playing over the surface of wood, you will recognize the wistful look in Ford's eyes as he works. I feel sure he was not acting in this scene, but was lost in the moment. I too find this same release and wonder working with wood. Those like me who experience these feelings will know that just the act of working with wood is enough. However, the joy also extends, of course, to doing something that has a product. And here, the contrast with being an oncologist is particularly acute. Starting with a piece of very unpromising, rough, quarter-sawn timbered, the wonder comes from what you do with this natural product. Sawing it to designated lengths, widths, and thicknesses dictated by the cutting list. Planing and jointing, this collection to produce the pieces of, self de of the self-determined jigsaw and assembling them into something that bears no similarity to the mighty oak from which it came, but remains unmistakably of its originator. <coughs> and wood holds in its structure history and memory, the history revealed in its rings, transformed by the skills of the craftsman into the pattern of the figurine. 
It tells the narrative of growth-restricting harsh winters and exceptional progress stimulated by invigorating unusually early springs. It suffers climate change and holds the story in its trunk. It bears witness to the best and worst of mankind's activity. But more than this, the scars on recycled timber reveal the memories of previous function. The channel that bore shelves of the bookcase in my room as a medical student still hint at past toils steeped in memories with meaning of particular relevance to me, the woodworker. The screw holes remind me of an aborted attempt to use this deconstructed shelf to make a wooden toy for my daughter, Roisin. Now newly remodeled, holding in its form witness to the 10th medicine unboxed. Patients are also a canvas on which the ravages of disease and our treatment are painted. The shadow on the CT hinting at the tumour that lay there, now in remission. The honeycomb pattern on the chest X-ray heralding the damage from radiotherapy to the lung. Retarded growth reflected in the ridges on their nails with chemotherapy. The numb fingers bear record to the nerves that could not recover. Every time I review these people in clinic, I'm, reminding of the, or I'm reminded of the narrative I have created. And so, in my daily practice, I find myself returning to that summer day in Lincolnshire. In my own workshop, I feel the essence of my grandfather, evoked by the smell of oak, but also as I grip the very screwdriver I saw occupying its silhouette in his workshop, I, I, you, this is a unique tactile link to my family. And somehow my passion for the paid job I love is enhanced by those few stolen minutes in that workshop. I feel hugely privileged to have these inspirations in my life and honored to have been able to share them with you. I leave you with love. <laughs>